Welcome to the Live to be Remembered podcast, where you'll learn the most effective tools for leaders, communication, and how to succeed at a high level. Yeah, yeah, man. Black, we, no, black people, when you say, yo, you already know what it is, that's cold for you. Yeah, don't ask me again. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly I have what it no is. clue. I have no clue. <laughs> Hey, y'all see how he sitting with his jacket zipped all the way up in the black. He came to the field. That's Godfather. He's like, I'm 6,000, baby. You don't need to see my face. You did? I can't, bro. Well, Ax, uh, I noticed he had been sitting in that chair the past couple of weeks. Bruh. Like a ball. Hey, like a ball, Facts. too. Bruh. Dude, only like, you know how Martre got his hands like this? <laughs> we all sit like this. <laughs> now, go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all gotta catch him on his live too, but on his live he be having both pants like on he be sitting like that, but like yeah. Hey man, we all gonna get there one day, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, we in competition, man. When I sit in this chair, I feel like I'm taking a sabbatical, bro. I promise. Mm. Hey, man. Woo. But yeah, man, yo, I mean, I, like, like I said, man, we hit 6K. But then I woke up this morning and it wasn't 6K no more. I'm like, y'all. What's up, yo? Like, people don't want people to be great, man. Like, <laughs> nah. Nah. Like, y'all couldn't wait another month. Come on, man. Let, let's hear I'm telling I know how you feel. Because when I woke up, I had 456. And I went down to 455. I was sick. So do, do, do anybody else Do anybody else got the unfollowers app that show you who unfollowed you so you can unfollow them? They got an app. Oh, they got an app for that? They got an app. Yeah, yeah. yeah they got it's, one for that. As soon as I see my number go down, I go check it. You want to follow me? I don't follow you. I'm the same way, man. Oh, hey, I got to get that. I need that in my life right yeah. now. I'm, I'm oh, following, bro. If, if you pay for it, it shows you um, who blocked you. shows you who delete who delete your comment and all of that. Oh, really? Man. Yeah. That right now. Hold on. What's it called? Unfollowers. Uh, it's like a bunch of them, but I, it's like um, I use call. I use one called followers and unfollowers, and basically it show you all the people that unfollow you. It show the people that don't follow you back on IG. Yeah. So for for my guys that got the iPhone, it's called followers. Okay, I got the iPhone. You know what I'm saying. Hey, he said that proudly, too. I, I got the <laughs> he, said, he said that proudly, too. <laughs> hey, that, you know that come from a guy that got an Android talking about. <laughs> All day, baby. Everything in the house, Android. The washing machine, the TV. Oh, except my logo. Man. My logo can't be Android. Nah, that's Don't send me no Android mic. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Willie, why are you in competition with us, man? Man, because man, I just y'all doing so so many great things, man. I just have to, you know, what? I ain't even in competition with y'all. I just I learned to just be in competition with myself, man. Cause, cause every day I wake up, I just try to be better than I was yesterday. And I That's realize what... when I when I'm not, it, I just I I feel like I feel so weird, man. Like I be I start my day and I be like, how can I? I don't ask myself how can I be better than yesterday, because I know there's a bunch of stuff I probably didn't do yesterday. And I'd be like, okay, let me do that. And then I'd probably feel better if I do it today because I didn't do it yesterday. Hey, that was a cute answer, but you in competition with us, man. <laughs> I know. I am. I am, man. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I I am. I'm trying to be number one. Uh, but no, you know what? 
I am, but then I'm not because it's, I feel like as long as I'm number one in something, I'm good. Because like, okay, Corey number one in in his thing on the on the Apple is only on Apple though, so you got to have an Apple to see him number one. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you know Will he number one in doing his thing, Shaquan he same thing, Montrez. I was like, well, I got number one logo. I'm number one son. Listen, man, <laughs> let me tell you something about number one. My man Et said it very casually. He said, "So what? I'm the number one motivational speaker in the world." That still don't mean I'm. You know, he threw that out there. Hey, I'm not known enough, so I'm not number one in anything. You know what I'm saying? I am, I am, I am playing catch up, but I'm cool. I think I'm, I'm moving at the pace I'm mature enough to handle right now. I'm cool with yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? But I think because uh, we talk about competition today, right? Hey, don't, yeah. uh, don't bring leftover material from your videos on Facebook to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, all right, I got some new stuff then. Hey, Willie, man, open your mouth, bro. Keep talking about tapping the mic. I think reason, man, there's two people, there's two reasons people uh, compete with one another. One is to measure their level of success, and two is to justify for why they're not where they want to be. Mm. Um, I'll just take it like this, like, for example, we just take doing wrong, for example. Some people be like, oh, I ain't that bad. I ain't do as bad as that person did, you know what I'm saying? And so they're competing right there to see who was the wor- who got the worst wrong or the worst sin or whatever. And then if people are like, man, I'm all the way up here. I'm competing with everybody and I'm trying to get it. And so I don't know. I think we both we all fall into the trap of that at, at some point unconsciously. Um, where we either competing to justify why we're not we want to be, or we competing to show how much better we are than somebody else. And, and and that's the way we measure our success. That's just my take. That's a great point of view, Corey. I love it, man. And um, I had a conversation with an individual, one of uh, one of the house members, and um, they were telling me how you know somebody's doing something that they're doing. And I said to the individual, I said, "Well, just because they're doing it doesn't mean it's complete." See, what I'm saying like. You know, because a lot of people out here, <clears throat> they show the finished product, but the back end of it is completely trash, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, don't play keep up with somebody who you don't even need to keep up with. See what I'm saying? Because when you're trying to keep up with people, you're going to lose your confidence. <clears throat> and the ultimate goal for you is to understand that, hey, like, so for Willie, right? And again, I love to say this, man, because it doesn't have to look cute or sexy for it to be valuable. You see what I'm saying? Like, you don't see too many people encouraging but you see a lot of people want to be a, a, you know, a master prophet or a master public speaker or a master life coach. My man, Willie, he's, he's directly in his lane, bro. He is the encouragement guru. I promise you, you will never forget Willie Sanders. I promise you, you won't, right? But because he does it so well, nobody can copy. And even if you try to copy it, you're going to look stupid copying it. You see what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things, man, that what I told the individual, Corey and, and Quan and Trey, I was like, yo, don't worry about what they're doing. You do what you do. And because you put your sauce on it, it's going to taste more better than the person who just rushes the meal and puts it out there. So, bro, great point, Corey. I love it, man. Um, I just wanted to drop that quick gem because it's just, it's just, you know, it's sad, man. It's sad out here, bro. Yeah, it's even evident, man. It's funny that uh, you said people trying to, I say, even pretend to do what somebody else do. I mean, but y'all know how we started the thing that we do trying to imitate each other <laughs> and how we do it. And and it feels like it feels so weird. Like 
like you I spend so much energy just trying to like like how can I sound just like him how can I and it takes so much energy to try to do it but at the same time you feel so weird within yourself and that that's the implication knowing that you shouldn't be doing it and that's why it's funny to other people that be like man wait he doing he, he sound just like so like Montre, man, look, you boy, you mastered that thing. <laughs> boy, you man, that jump was so funny, bro. I was just like, this. My wife was like, what is it, man? My wife was rolling. She she, she was rolling, especially on the part. You like get some juice, like she know that's me. Like, I can't even, Thanks. I can't even do a, a straight podcast without them coming downstairs hey, finding where that is. Hey, hey Willie, the bigger question is, Montre, how the ham fat did you do that without even laughing? Bro, I, it was hard, bro. Fact. It was hard. <laughs> it was super hey, look, hard. Hey, look, I be I be wanting the same thing on our because like we be dying laughing and I look at Bacon, he got a straight face. I'm like, dude, like what's, what's wrong with you? Hey, when he said the line that took me out, y'all, he said Everybody, maybe somebody, <laughs> nobody. Hey, that was that was priceless, bro. Priceless, man. Oh, Corey, I felt bro. I was like, hey, I hit my I hit my tray up in the comments. I said, how did you not laugh when you was doing that? Because I'm gonna tell you, I I had to do three takes on what I did, and I and I couldn't even get into my zone like I wanted to. Wow. Um, because I was laughing so hard. Like, I just <laughs> I saw his face. I was, you know, he, I, I couldn't do it. My wife was sitting next to me like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm trying to do this thing for Willie. And I it just kept crazy. tracking him. It, and it, and th so think about that. Think how about it took you three takes. You know, you got people that are sitting there trying to compete and do things the way that they see others do it. And how do you not, like you said, how do you not laugh? How do you not know that is not your lane? How do you not know that that's something you shouldn't be doing because it's taking too much, like when it takes too much energy for you to do something that should be easy, that means you shouldn't be doing it. <clears throat> right there. Like period. Like we we know everybody has a personality. We know everybody, you know, speaks different and talks different and have a different passion for different things. But the fact that it's, it takes so, if it takes so much energy out of you to do something that should be easy, you shouldn't be doing it. So like if I try, if I try my best to to put the passion in it, with Corey, like I'm gonna drain myself out. Like I really like my passion is is not even my my topic's passion is not as as deep as Corey, but it don't need to be deep because it will reach the people that it needs to reach because of the emotion of my passion. Like my passion is high, but it's more emotional versus Corey is more driven. Two different things, same thing. Both got emotions, but one is driven and one has passion. Yeah. I mean, I'm just high intense, you know what I'm saying? And like even when I was trying to do what you do, that mellow, just real calm. It was it was it was, it was, it was trying to come out. Yeah, it was I'm, trying to come out. You know, I'm gassed up. But I wanna make a point going back to what Will said, you know, somebody in the house was talking about how well somebody else is doing what they're doing. One, when somebody say that to me, it exposes two things, weakness and insecurity. Mm. Let me say this. You should be so dope at what you do. It doesn't matter who else is copying what you're doing. It, like you said, it'll never be the same. Like, I think about E.T. <clears throat> E.T. is high intense, very passionate. He's driven, right? I would never hear E.T. say, oh, somebody else sounds just like me. Somebody else doing just like me. Because E.T. put a stamp on the thing already. Mm. So 
when somebody referred to, if, if I'm talking or I'm, I'm giving a speech, somebody may say, oh, he sound like E.T. E.T. names will come out first. I had somebody um, listen to me and they, I had somebody listen to E.T. They were like, you have that high intensity, but the way you deliver is different than what he does. And I kind of like, I like your style more because E.T. is real, like, you know how. And so I'm like, okay. And they was like, so you don't have to try to imitate anybody. And I, I was like, well, it ain't, it ain't a matter of fact me imitate nobody. It just, that's who I am. Of course, we come from the same place. And so it just, all of us up there can move like that. And so what I'm saying is like, when you're so good at what you do, you should never open your mouth to say, well, somebody else is already doing that. People doing voiceovers. Been doing voiceovers before I have. I ain't saying, oh, they doing voiceovers. Because I killed the lane that I'm in when it comes to voiceover. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not concerned about who else is doing what I'm doing or who else is trying to copy what I'm doing. I look at, you know, Will, he, he's on uh, features now with, you know, music. That's something I was going to tap into, but I'm like, I can't be like, oh, Will beat me there. That's what he, that's what he did. You know what I'm saying? And, and when it's my turn, I'm going to do what I do. So we all got to be individuals and, and not be so insecure or, or weak mm. in what it is because for you to say that, again, it exposes your weakness and that maybe you may not be as dope as you think you are to be focused on what I'm doing. That's good, Corey. So I got a question for Bake. Knowing that what Corey was saying is everybody got their own lane. And I'm going to be honest with myself. I know there was a time where I wouldn't say I was competing, but when I first started out, I'm talking about, let's go back to when we first started speaking, doing whatever we was doing. I know there was times where I was more nervous to hit that, that button to record myself in the first beginning. So my question, Montre, is how do you get over that? Like, we over it now because we put in the work. But for the people, for the people that are not where we are, how can they get over the fact that, you know, when I need to hit this button to start going live and not feel like I'm portraying somebody else, like, like what is it they have to do to be able to, to push past that? One thing that I always say is, um, when it comes to speaking, I know everybody in here learned this is, speaking is just a form of communication. It's the way that you talk to somebody. So for me, Corey, I know Shaquan, when you hear us make a point in a conversation, we talk like we speaking. We're loud, we're passionate about what we're saying regardless. Even when I'm talking to my wife, it's a regular conversation, but I'm still passionate about what I'm saying. So I talk the way that I speak. So when people might say what I'm speaking, that I'm impersonating E.T., no, E.T. is just the same way as us. We talk like this. It's not that we're copying their style. This is how we talk. My, my dad is from D.C., and that's how city And that is the way I speak. I told my wife because my wife, she was doing her podcast, she was changing her tone a little bit. And she was like, how does it sound? And I'm like, you changing how you speak? And she's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, the way you speak to me and the way you speak, you know, there are two different ways. But when people don't understand you're trying to speak to being in front of you. You speak, it's just communication. Talk regular. Talk how you talk when you're talking in the conversation. And that's the reason why so many people sound like everybody else, because you're just going away from how you naturally talk. 
this is like when Willie's talking to an audience, that exactly that's exactly how you talk. Your volume no go over five. You just get what you gotta get out there in a subtle voice. That makes sense. It, it just hit me. It just hit me. It's just like kind of how like when people at church and they trying to sing a, a song, you know, so many people hear the song, you know, throughout the week and then they go to practice and they be trying to sing that song out of tune or out of, out of key. And they be like, no, don't, don't sing it how the track was. Sing it the way that you can sing it, which makes it yours versus you trying to sing you know, how Kiki share, um, you yeah. know, sing it or, or John P. Key, like, no, sing it the way you know how to. But when this, I think, like I said, most of it is a learned behavior because when you do it so much and then you go to sing a song, like, it's funny, like, let's take DMX for, for example. <laughs> let's take DMX for example. Like, you take any of his songs, like, you don't try to do it in your voice. I know I don't. I be trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I be trying to do it, man, but. <laughs> it takes so much because I, I don't have it. But, you know, anybody, like, when when Beyonce came out with Single Ladies, like, I don't know what it is, but, I mean, man, you know, women, is like, all my single ladies, like, everybody go to that high pitch, you know. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> you be like, why am I singing high? It's like, it's like almost, you ever met somebody when they meet you and they in the high pitch voice and you just follow the high pitch voice that they just did, knowing that ain't you? <laughs> You be like, hey, how are you? You're like, hey, how are you? I'm doing fine. Like, why am I talking this time? Like, <laughs> that ain't yeah. you. So it, it made it made me think of that. It made me think of something people do it or hear repetitively to think it's the right thing to do because they've heard it so much, and so that's why they feel like they're doing something different and not realizing that what I'm trying to do is not what I need to be doing because it's not even making me comfortable when I do it. But I'm just doing it because somebody else is doing it. And like Corey said, like we all said, we don't may not know it consciously, but at some point we don't see that we're competing. It's just like with Nike, Fila, Reebok, like they all sell tennis shoes, but what makes you go to Nike? What makes you like, they all, they all competing. They may not say it. They may not, you know, they don't talk about each other. And that's one thing. Like you don't see commercials about Fila talking about Nike or Nike talking about Adidas. They just put it out there and it sells itself. And that's what we got to get to a point to where we just sell ourselves by being us. I just, uh, I just love the fact that you keep tapping that mic. Man, I was about to say something about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know no good? <laughs> but uh, nah, it was um, you know, for me, I, I wish, to be honest with you, I wish it was more um graphic designers in uh in our group because like when I look at. When I look at what T do, like them speaker sheets, I be looking at them joints like, bro, that joint is so fire. But that ain't me though. That's T. You know what I'm saying? That he has his own special touch when it comes to that. Um, and you know, it's our art. You know, when y'all speak, it's it's art. When T create those speaker sheets, it's his art. When I create the logos and all that, it's my art. So it's supposed to have my stamp on it. My Mine is not supposed to look like T's because we're gonna view it from a different from a different point. So mine is supposed to look like me. I just wish it was, I wish it was more graphic designers in there, so you know I could pick their brain on yo how how do you do this how you do that what's the easier way to do this. So I I never look at it as competition. Like I said, when Barisha came to me and was like, 
oh, I want you to do the book cover. I was like, I never did one before. When you need it, she told me, I was like, go to tea. He'll take care of you. I was like, I appreciate you coming to me first, but go to tea. There's no competition. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, my art is mine and T's is his. It won't be the same. It's not supposed to be the same. What I love about that, Shaquan, is it, it just exposes your character in so many different ways. Because if you were very competitive when it came to that, you wouldn't have passed money and an opportunity over to do something that you do. So that goes to show you're not threatened by nobody else's craft or art or ability to do what you do because you are comfortable in your lane. And I, and I think for a lot of people, man, the reason we compete with one another is because if we are honest, we are attracted to success. So if I see Icky Johnson with 2.3 million followers, there's a part of me that's going to want to emulate what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I think what we do is we compete for each other's followers. Because you see, it's working for them. Oh, it's working for them. They got 2.3 million followers. So let me try to grab some of that. But at the end of the day, there are people that want to follow you that ain't following them. And so we got to quit competing for other people's followers because somebody needs you to be you so you can get get your own followers. I take churches, for example. Churches fight over the same 80%. No, 20% (laughs) of of, of members. You know, they try to... It's like, it's 80% of the population... That's out here, especially in Austin. Eighty percent. That's untapped. Go after that eighty. Why are y'all still fighting for the same twenty? You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, once you know who you are and how dope you are with your art, you don't need to imitate nobody else. I don't need ET followers. I don't need Iggy Johnson's followers. I don't need Les Brown's followers. I need Corey Jones followers because if they follow me, they're not gonna be looking at ET. Right. But because they've already been exposed to ET. And they come trying to look at me, they're going to be like, well, I rock with ET a little harder. So I need to get my own following. The only way I do that is by being authentic to my core and not com- uh, competing with ET, but seeing how we can work together. You just did a move where you work together with T. So that makes you look good. And that adds more to your place. Yeah. And I mean, besides what I was struggling with a logo and you know, I hit, I hit a wall and I was like, you know, I hit T. I was like, yo, this Sent it to him. I said, this is what I got. Tell me what you would do differently. And I and I kid you not, it was it was a Thursday. And it probably was like noon. And in 15 minutes, he sent me back three different designs. And he was like, try them three. Right. Right. See, see, man, this is why I love this family, bro. Because <clears throat> when you just do what you need to do, everything else will follow you, right? So with T, he's he he has mastered the Picasso. You see what I'm saying? Like he has mastered the Picasso to say, yes, I painted this. I put my stamp on it. It don't matter who else does it. Yep. I, 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 I really don't care. Right. So at the end of the day, right. I love how you said Quan, how you went to go ask him because a lot of people, y'all seen what I posted in the group the other day, man, Homegirl couldn't even sell 36 shirts, had 2.3 million followers. That's embarrassing. You see what I'm saying? But that's the life that many people choose to live. They look up to these followers, but just because they have followers don't mean they're able to create revenue. There's a difference. Just because you have followers don't mean that they're real. You see what I'm saying? So you, and you already know, because yeah, I, I promise you, man, there's been some pages that I look at, I'm like, wait a minute, you just had 2,000 followers, now you got 10K. <laughs> and now when you post a post, you only see two likes. That don't match up. There's something wrong here. 
right? But if you go to the social media of Queen Alice Daly, you go check her out, everything is congruent with each other. She got 13K, but she also has that flow of engagement and also that flow of followers. So what I'm saying to y'all, man, is that y'all, the, the people who are listening to this, you got to get to a point where you become so nasty at what you do when you paint that Picasso that you look at and you say, listen, even if I go to sleep, even if I wake up, it don't matter. It's going to be a Picasso. Nobody else can do it the way that I can do it. And what happens is, man, like you've seen it, the last dance documentary, man. You've seen that when Jordan, right? He's like, yo, I want to sign with Adidas, <laughs> right? His mom was like, mm-mm, you signing with Nike. Yeah, I want to sign with Nike. She said, oh, you will. And what happened? My man signed with Nike and took Nike to a whole nother level. And that's how you got to understand, right? You got to say to yourself that, yo, I am going to be, no matter what I put my name on, wherever I step my foot at, it's going to increase. And most people can't increase because they're, they're so busy watching other people's portrait that they forgot to paint their own Picasso. Oh. Yeah. Let, let that breathe. <laughs> Just because hey, well, you got to type your mic. You got to type I, I your did. mic to talk. I realized oh, okay. it. I realized it. Okay. I realized And I, <laughs> I just want to let people know that's listening. But he mean nasty in a good way, though, not in a bad way. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Nasty in a good way. <laughs> hey, man, they, they, these listeners know Ebonics, bro. You ain't got to break nothing down with them, man. Oh, my bad. For sure. Hey, I, I was hope I was hoping he was gonna spit uh, some of them DMX lyrics so he can get kicked off the podcast. <laughs> hey, cause, hey, he tapping that mic like he about to go in. Hey, yo, X, my dog. Um, no, but man, I, I love it. I love, but you know, competition is not necessarily a bad thing, and I don't want to paint the picture that it is because I believe competition actually drives us and also help us, you know, up our game, level up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because um, when I see certain things happening. I'm like, oh, okay, I got to up my game. I got to do this a little better. You know, I got, I had a couple people reach out to me um, in regards to my logo. You know what I'm saying? They hit me in the inbox. And I think everybody familiar with some of these people too. And they just ask me who does this and who does that. And I know that we got a lot of in-house stuff that we can get, you know, taken care of. And I feel like sometime, man, in order to, because if, if I have one person in the house doing everything, doing everybody's stuff, we all look the same. So at some point you got to stand out and you do be a little different in that way, competing that way, it's not a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Because you do want to stand out. You don't want everybody's that you rock with stuff to look the same. It's like, oh, y'all all go to the same person. So I think in, in certain regard, it's okay to compete, but you ain't stepping on nobody to win. You see what I'm saying? Uh, you're still in your own lane. You still got your own brand. You still stand by what you stand by. But at the same time, it's like collectively, we're going to win, but – I got to make sure I stay. I got to stand out a little bit more because I don't need everybody looking the same way I do. If that makes sense, it does. I, I just want to say this, and I'm sorry I got to bring this up, but um, systematically, black people have been taught to compete against each other. It, it's it's something that systematically that happened to us with slavery, with dark skin, light skin. After slavery, who gets accepted, who doesn't get accepted, who gets to live around white people, who gets, who doesn't get to live around white people. So black people always have the mentality that it's not for everybody. And the paid in full line, everybody eats, is something that black people have to start living by because there is excess amount of money in the world where it's not going to run out. 
we are overpopulated. You can find your audience that's for you. Everybody can eat, but the problem with black people is the soon, as soon as somebody else starts to do something, we look at them like, oh, they're trying to take my place. No, they just want success like you want success. We are the culture that always, look, you, how many country singers do you see dissing each other? How many rock bands do you hear dissing each other on records? No, only rappers do it. You only hear rappers shooting each other, killing each other, dissing each other over tracks because we naturally think that it's because someone else is doing something similar to what we're doing that it can stop us from doing what we want. So we have to stop looking at everybody as competition because there is room for everybody to eat. And if it means can, can colliding with each other like we doing right now, because we all are essentially in the same lane. We all speakers, we're all coaches, we all influence, but we decided to come together and look what has happened just by this. So when people come together and stop looking at each other as you're, you're against me, it, that can be a downfall. Yeah, that's that's big facts, and oh. it's it's same thing that um uh, that Will said is, I think people are able to understand that they can compete once they put their stamp on themselves to say you know what I'm competing to be better, not be you know. <laughs> I can't stand you, Corey. <laughs> you just you just competing to be better, and like I know for me, like I compete to be better. Like when I see y'all doing stuff, it only elevates me to just be like okay. I'm not doing all I can do and I can do more because it's easy to be complacent. I'm not doing it to where like, okay, I got to do the same thing he's doing. I just, there's some things that I, I need to start working on that I seen he wasn't working on it before. Now I'm pushed to do that, but people can't compete because a lot of us, like I said, don't have that stamp. Like notice how stamps work all over the world, but they have different stamps, but they go to different locations, but they still get to the destination. So once you put your stamp on yourself, you don't have to worry about, like you knew what Corey said, you can compete to be better, not to compete to take something or to, to be like, I want to be better than that person. Like that commercial, everybody wanted to be like Mike. Everybody yeah. did. But everybody, like nobody can emulate, even, even try. They said the closest, notice how we always say Kobe was the closest, but we can't say he was identical just like Mike. Yeah. yeah, Kobe was a beast. I mean, he 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 emulated Jordan to a T, closer than anybody else would ever do. Hey, Kobe, my man. <laughs> Kobe, my, Kobe, my man. I rock with Kobe. Like he was by hands down, my one of my favorite players. This is and, and what I would say is too is this: what I'm learning, what I'm learning to do is instead of competing with people, I'm learning to congratulate people. I'm learning yeah. to be happy for people. Because it's easier to do that than it is to compete with somebody. You see what I'm saying? Like, everybody on this call is winning. I can look at Shaquan, I look at Willie, Martrey, I can look at Will. And I'm like, man, these brothers is out here winning and they killing the game. If I hit, if my mindset was placed on, uh, fixed on competing with all y'all, I would go crazy. Mm. Because I'm not, I'm not here to do what y'all do. Like, hell, I can hang up a TV, but that ain't my, that ain't my secret sauce. So I hire somebody that does it better than I do. You see what I'm saying? And it doesn't take away who I am. It doesn't take away who I am. Mm, And it's like, instead of me trying to compete with 
all these guys on this call, let me congratulate them when they do something. Let me reach out to them and I'm proud of you because it's easier for me to do that. And also too, it actually helps humble me mm. because when you can congratulate somebody else and really mean it and not say, oh, I'm proud of you. And then in the back of your mind, you feel some type of way bitter because it ain't you. Mm. Then you a fraud. Mm. Yep. So I've been my- Even when you don't got it. Yeah, it's like I've been training myself to, man, be thankful and congratulate everybody else that's winning because why should I be the only one winning? Yeah, I want to win, but not at the expense of where I got to dog out my brothers to get there. That's good, Corey. Wow. Bro, you better you better uh, trademark that joint. <laughs> <laughs> don't compete. Congratulate, bro. Hey. That's right. And I think that what people don't understand is that everybody got to understand as long as you put in work, your time going to come. Right. So for instance, man, like I seen Corey, you know what I'm saying? I'd be watching afar. I'd be watching y'all afar. Right. I seen Corey in the studio on IG. Boy, put it in work. Right. He put it in work. I'm like, I, I'm listening to the echo. I'm listening to the frequency. I'm like, ooh. I, I'm like, yo, these people don't know what's about to drop. But again, right. Corey has become such a master at the voiceover work that now it's going to help him to get into other pockets, meaning like Nike, Adidas these major contracts because he's focusing on one thing, right? And here's the thing that really pisses me off, y'all. And Corey, I'm going to say it again. He was just like, yo, don't compete, congratulate. And that's something that I had to deal with too, bro. Because I promise you, when I seen people winning, I was like, damn, man, that's some bull crap, man. Like, come on, y'all. Like, really? They ain't even even deep. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, yo, you feel me, Corey? I'm like, but I'm hurting myself because I'm building up this jealousy. I'm building up this envy. I'm building up this strife. And I'm like, yo, like, yeah, yeah, you know, they, they're doing what they're doing. But at the end of the day, I'm hurting myself. I'm damaging myself. So what I had to understand, Trey, is I was just like, yo, Will, you have to become so good at what you do to the point where you start understanding that, yo, your follower may not even be in, in America. Mm. Your follower may be in Japan. But because you're so focused on America, you missing out on Japan. And that's what people don't understand. When you look at these different pages, you think that, oh, that's all Americans. No. You don't know if they're from Africa. And Africa got a wide following. <laughs> right? Indian. Like that. me, I pivot, bro. I don't even care about America no more. My, my, my target is Tokyo. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, London, right? Konnichiwa. And, <clears throat> yeah, konnichiwa. You feel me, bro? <laughs> and, bro, I promise you, like, that's my lane now because I realize, yo, why am I sweating America? <laughs> right, I'm gonna go to the place where people really appreciate your work and really thankful for the work that you're doing. So I promise you, like, if you come to America, it's like ah. But if you are a high celebrity and you go somewhere else to another country, bruh, you like God. Right. I'm yeah. serious. Like they like, roll the red carpet out, they pan you with fans. All this, why? Because the culture says, yo, when you do something good, let me celebrate you, not right. damage you. You see what I'm saying? So everybody just watching these followers and they're like, yo, they got two points. Stop getting it twisted. Just because it looked like it's from America don't mean it's from America. Your audience may be somewhere else. Your audience may just be in Canada. You know what I'm saying? But you won't know that when you're comparing yourself to everybody. And I always love to say this, man. Stop reflecting your image out of somebody else's mirror. You can't do it. Stop that. Stop that. You're killing yourself. It's uh, it's funny because like when when I seen Corey's logo, like I didn't say, "Oh man, he ain't come to me." I, I to be honest, and I'm I'm being honest. I said, 
I'm glad Corey didn't come to me. I can't do that yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I'm glad he didn't come to me because I can't do that yet. So, uh, like I said, you know, when, when I seen the logo, I didn't say, oh, he didn't come to me for that. I was like, yo, I step my game up. That's fire. And, and you know, uh, that's big. You know, it's, it's funny that, you know, what you just said, Coach Will, when Kobe Bryant died, you know, I got outside of myself. I was like, yo, I bet you them kids in China going crazy because they loved Kobe over there. I'm talking about, like, Kobe was probably big over there. He was here. And like I said, you just sometimes you just don't know where you're following that. You think it might be here, but it could be across seas. But, you know, I, I had that competing thing and um when I wasn't doing anything. Mm. And, I, and I was watching I was watching big post videos and in my head I was telling myself he posting too much. Nope. Posted four times in one day, ah, right, your lights gonna go down. They seeing you too much. But at the same time, I was competing with him because I wasn't doing anything. And then I remember I posted that one video and he hit me and was like, Good. Now I ain't got to do that part no more. You doing it. <laughs> got him. I was like, I was competing because I won't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that um for me is there's nothing wrong with friendly competition. That's how I got, you know, straight A's in, in high school is because me and my boy would have friendly competition. Like, yo, let's see who's smarter. Let, let's see who get the highest grade on this test. And it made us go harder. And we playing, when me and Shaquan playing one-on-one -on -one basketball in the driveway, yo, let, it's a measuring stick. I got to see where I'm at. I got to see what I got to do to get better. So there's nothing wrong with friendly competition to, because it's not about the person that you're supposedly competing with. It's about you taking your game to the next level. This is why Michael Jordan said he practiced harder than the games because he had to see the measuring stick. Hey, I want y'all all to come to the Space Jam set and play ball with me. I got to see the measuring stick. I got, I got to see how much better I got to get. So there's nothing wrong with friendly competition so you can not get complacent. Without competition, a lot of people get complacent. If ain't nobody, if you don't think nobody's coming to take your spot, then you acting like you ain't got to put in the work. So every every day I wake up like it's a bullseye on my back. Being the number one, like people love that ET is the number one motivational speaker. That's one of the worst places to be at. Because when you're number one, you got millions that want that spot, which means you got to even go harder than you did to get it. He always say, you know, getting there is easy. Keeping it is the hardest thing. And y'all know there's so many new entrepreneurs coming, so many new speakers coming, new coaches. And what we do, is it looks sweet to them. And if we don't go to that next level, a lot of them will take your spot. A lot of them will take your followers. And it's no, it's no, no problem with them. It's just a problem with you because you have gotten complacent. So there's nothing wrong with friendly competition. Yeah, it's just like Shanquan said, it's, it gets to the point to where the people that want your spot are the main people that's not doing nothing. Yep. You know, like, like, you know, like you said, you got to see what you're going against. And when you see what you're going against, you bring it all together. That's when you put what you can do once you see everybody bring it together. Like when Corey did his logo. And then you got think about it. I mean, let's 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 do inventory, self inventory. Well, well, hold on, 
well, don't go past that because you said there are a lot of people that want our spot that ain't doing nothing. Think yeah. about what somebody that's in the spot of ET thinking when we said we want his spot. He mm. probably like, y'all, y'all ain't going hard enough. So you got to have that measuring stick so you can know what you need to do. Because ET like, yo, y'all saying y'all want this spot, but you ain't ready to go through my type of day. You ain't ready yeah. to get on three flights in one day. So you got to have that type of friendly competition so you can know where you are as a person and what you know what you're capable of to handle whatever it is that you say that you want it. Yeah, and People you do. People said it wanted Michael Jordan's life, but was you ready to have thousands do one of day. fans waiting for you when you couldn't do one day. It's like he said, like from the moment he left his hotel, it's just people just constantly in your face. You know, and then you got the media talking and you still go out there and perform to do what you do. And that's what it is today. Like, yeah, we see we see ET doing this thing, but if you write down your 24 hours, are you really doing everything you can do? Right. I mean everything. I mean from from ironing his wife's clothes, from taking some taking care of you know, what his wife got going on, on top of the kids, on top of their tuition, on top of, you know, driving an hour here, getting on the plane, like, write down your 24 hours. And then ask yourself, then ask yourself the question, am I ready to do exactly what they doing? If you write down your 24 hours. And that's, and that's having a job or, or being a full-time entrepreneur. Write that down. I, I, challenge, I challenge anybody who's listening right now to write down, to take a sheet of paper, Write down from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, your 24 hours that you have, write down everything that you do on a consistent basis. Not just one time, consistently. And then ask yourself, do I want to be as successful as the next person that I see that truly has the number one spot or that truly is putting in the work that, you know, where I'm trying to get to? Like, cause I, I'll be honest, I ask myself that question sometimes. I woke up, I was like, man, do I really want to do this like for the rest of my life getting up at four o'clock as these kids get older as I, I got to pay for more things. And I came to a realization. I was like, you know what is I got two options. Either I'm going to do it or I'm not, but I know for me not to do it, it's going to hurt me more than if I don't do it. So I, I have to do it. It's, it's like, I got to a point to where that's not even an option anymore. So like, like he said, when you get to a point in life to when you know you're not competing, you don't need an alarm clock. Like it's something that's, that drives you within and just be like, you know what, this is, this is normal. I'm getting up at 445, 5, whatever time you get up, you don't have to compete with that. Because that's one thing people live out. They be like, oh yeah, I'm doing what they doing. I don't know what time you get up. Oh, I got up at like eight o'clock. Like I've already read two books and then put out a whole secret sauce form <laughs> you know why you still sleep because and i was saying this my trade the thing about it is like you got your you got your people that's following your secret sauce will got his and Corey got his now tell me the people that are listening you got three people that are doing the same thing and that the thing about it is what 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 makes me so happy is all y'all gonna be number one in doing that like none of us, and the thing about it is, this was funny. Like they said, you show me your friends are, I can tell you what your life gonna look like. I can think about it. Like I'm looking at the fact that all of us have a book. All my friends, like everybody. So I'm just like, okay, everybody I'm hanging out with doing the same thing. So when I put myself around that, 
I don't have to compete because, come on, y'all. I don't have to compete because everybody around me is already doing something that I'm going to be next in line and I don't have to compete. Right. I just got to, I got to take what they're doing and learn from it. Yeah. You know, you know what's, what I think too, man, in the midst of all this competition, you forget what you're doing it for. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Point. You forget who you're supposed to reach. And it goes back to what Will was saying. Like, I have people in Africa and India and stuff reaching out to me saying, thank you for the motivation. If I get so caught up on chasing somebody else, I will lose who I'm supposed to capture. You see what I'm saying? And so I got to make sure I stay focused on um, why am I doing this? Because, man, I'm telling you, in your competition, you can forget your why. And you'll be so uh, competitive and so hungry to beat the next person out. It won't become fun. For, it, it won't be fun for you no more. Now it becomes a job. Competition becomes a job when you're competing with people. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, I got enough jobs on my hand. I don't need another one. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's easier for me to congratulate than it is to compete because I can't do, I, I'm not trying to do what my trade's doing. I ain't trying to design nothing. I don't talk like Willie do. And I'm not getting shout outs like Will from, from, from Grace. But I'm cool with that. Because what I do know is this, if I don't compete, but say, hey, man, show me how. See, when you, when you got this competitive mindset, you don't ask to show, like even Cole asked Jordan how you did this, right? And at that point, he turned off the competitiveness and he said, let me make this a teaching moment. Let me learn something from him. And then once I get what I got, now it's back to being on the uh, you know, grind and putting my foot on the pedal. So I think there's moments where Yes, you have to be competitive, like Montre says, so you not be forgotten or nobody's trying to come and replace you. And then there's a the moment like, I need to learn from the person that's already doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you do this? I'm telling you, I'm going to ask Will, how did you get those shout outs? Once this is over with, I'm almost definitely going to ask for the sauce. And if he say, you oh, I got done. you. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, cool. Because these are some moments I need to learn. Because I don't, if I knew it all, then I won't be asking. If I knew it all, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So, um, yeah, man, I think I think it's a, a even trade off. Sometimes you got to be competitive, and other times, it's like, look, there's a time to congratulate, and there's a time to compete. If you're always in competition mode, you ain't never congratulating. You're gonna try to do it by yourself. You're gonna get le- you're gonna get left. Yeah, but with you, like, uh, oh, go ahead, babe. I just feel like everybody can eat. Like for me, I'm just my brain. If I go to McDonald's and the line wrapped around the building, guess where I'm going? I'm going to Wendy's. Wendy's, they all sell burgers, fries, nuggets, whatever. But it all tastes differently. So I don't care what number I am, as long as I'm an option. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. E.T. might have a million followers. Guess what? E.T. can't serve a million people every day. So the other people have to go to options. So so that's why we that's why we're here with Will because I'm in the group with ET and I'm like, I ain't never connected with ET. So I'm going to Will's group because I can connect with Will. So Will may not have been number one, but he was an option. And there's so many people you trying to compete with somebody just because they might have more followers than you when you don't understand, you just need to be another option. Give them a different taste. Give them a different, give them a different avenue. Just, just be there to help somebody. It don't matter what it is. 
Oh my God. Greg, that was fire what you just said. Yeah, I, yeah. I ain't going behind that. So. Nope. <laughs> hey. Drop the gym. We out of here. Hey, I'm he said give him another option. Give him an option. Reach out and touch right behind Mr. Bake. I'm uh, yeah, I'm competitive. Bake, yeah, you about to work right on it now. No, just hey, you, you brave for going behind. <laughs> Yo, that's just his thoughts. That joint was. <laughs> nah, that was dope. Give him another option. Because we don't think like that. We, we think we're the only option. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That, but that's how we've been trained. If you ain't number one, you ain't nobody. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you, you know what? Your last, I'm going to tell you right, that's so true because, man, McDonald's may have chicken McNuggets, but so does Wendy. You know what I'm saying? And some days you just, you may not feel like McDonald's uh, nuggets. You're going to go to Wendy's, especially get those spicy joints because mm. Wendy's offer something that McDonald's don't, spicy chicken tenders or nuggets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what we got to start looking at ourselves and saying, what do I offer that this person doesn't offer? Because if I can offer something of value that this other person don't offer, I'm going to always have a place. I'm going to always be an option. But if you're trying to kind of compete and do exactly what this person is doing, you're no longer an option. Because if you work, they got their go-to person already. What else are you going to bring to the table that's different than what they number one option? They number one draft pick is. If there's nothing different, I don't need you. Yeah, bro. And here's the thing. Right, you can never have options if you don't build your if you don't build your restaurant. <laughs> you feel uh, me? Like yeah. you can't. You just can't. Don't do that. Right? Like Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, Burger King, Taco Bell, they all got their individual sauce. So yeah. guess what? Like my train Corey was saying, even if you, the lines wrapped around you, like, yo, I got different options. And guess what? When you become an option, you become a resource. When you become a resource, you become a, a money ATM machine, bro. Because people are like, yo, I can't reach this individual. But you know what? Let me connect with you because you seem like somebody that I can definitely rock with. And that's what's, and that's what's wrong with a lot of, lot of y'all that's listening to this podcast right now. Your problem is that you're more, you're more concerned about the verified check, but you're not more concerned about your own personal character. And that's why you feel that you got to be with the millions when there's people who have a hundred of followers and they're putting in more work than the individual who has millions of followers. So we're not fixed on followers over here. We're fixed on character. And when you have character, you treat your, you treat your client right. So like, yo, like last week, bro, me and Harmony, we went to Chick-fil-A. And you already know, y'all know me. I love Chick-fil-A, bro. Pulled up, bro. I'm like, yo, how are you prospering in the midst of COVID-19? I mean, the line was packed, bro. I mean, packed. But guess what? Did I say I'm going to leave? No. Uncle Will stayed right in that line <laughs> with Harmony, and I got my spicy chicken sandwich. Sure did. Mm. I got her grilled nugget. Sure did. And here's the thing, right? Oh, man, bro, man, this podcast may go two hours. I don't know, but listen, <laughs> y'all, right? Bro, I promise you, Willie, I was like, yo, um, after I gave him the order, he was like, anything else I can help you with? I said, no, but, the, but here's the beautiful thing about it. When he first took the order, he didn't ask me, he didn't ask me about the money. He said, what's your name? What's the name on the order? If you go to Wendy's, Popeye's, they don't ask you what you, they just say number. <laughs> so when now when I go to Chick-fil-A, I feel like I'm somebody. Oh, come on, y'all got to catch it. I feel like I'm somebody. So now it's just not you giving me a bag and this and that. They say order for William. And then they named the order. I'm like, ooh. So guess what? Because you have treated me so right, it makes me want to be like Willie, be the encouragement, and be like, yo, how much is the order behind me? 
come on now. When you in a place of pro- when you in a place of prosperity, you're never gonna have to worry about competing. Oh, come on now, man. Y'all. Yeah. That's hey. man, that's man, that's that's a fact, bro. Cause what you do, what you realize when you when you put yourself in that situation, like you put yourself in that situation not realizing the whole meaning of it. Because like you said, other people gonna try to emulate that. Yeah, you became somebody when you went to Chick-fil-A. And then sometimes, sometimes when people try to, when you go to Taco Bell, they'll say, oh, you might have one person that may ask you what's your name, but then the next person don't ask you what's your name. So now you go back to being that number because they're trying to emulate something that's already been proven to be done and they can't sustain it because everybody's not following what they need to be doing. So you got some people that's calling the name, some people going by the number and not realizing Taco Bell ain't based on that. But you know what's dope? And what I like what Will said, they made it personal. Exactly. When they asked his name. This is what I'm going to say. Stop chasing the name and the fame and start going after the value. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I was one that was going to join ET program. I had the money. I'm like, I'm going to pay. I'm going to go to this one-day camp. It's back at home, my hometown. I'm going to go back to the home. I'm going to do this one-day one camp, drop 1500 and I'll be certified in one day, and I'm good. That's all I need. Then I started talking to people, man. One of my mans from Detroit, actually from Flint, he said, bruh, why would you do something like that? He said, I know all these certificates and stuff is good, right? He said, but you dope within yourself. He said, people rock with you because of your authenticity and the value that you bring. He said, you don't need no certificate from ET. And so he started like to really uh, allow me to see who I really was. And I'm like, all I was doing was chasing the name and the fame, but the value it's in Will's group. There's too many people that I've seen and talked to on a personal level that say I left Breeze University to come right here to get this value. And so I'm like, all right, Corey, what are you chasing? Right, what are you chasing? Are you chasing name and fame or are you chasing value? You know what I'm saying? And so that's what I had to realize and I had to stop for a moment and pause and say, be a part of his group ET's group, and then what? Get lost like everybody else? Because I guarantee you, everybody's overshadowed. You know what I'm saying? But here, everybody's on the equal playing field. You know what I'm saying? Everybody get to eat. Everybody get to do A, B, C, and D. And they get to be themselves and stay in their lane. And that's what I really love and admire about this group. Um, because to be honest, we can all be dope on our own. You know what I'm saying? We can all be dope on our own. Shaquan can design without being in this group. My Drake can speak and mentor without being in the group. Willie, you can encourage without being in this group. Will, you can do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? But together as a family, we win. And so when he wins, let me congratulate. Because he always reciprocated to me. I'm proud of you, fam. Keep going. Go get three more. Right. In my competition, let me go get four more now because he told me to get three. Right. And he do that joint like like God did uh, Jesus. Like, folks tell you that when you ain't even did nothing. <laughs> be like, yo, I'm proud of you, fam. I'll be like, hold up. I ain't, I ain't open Photoshop in two weeks. <laughs> like, like, what you proud of? But, like, imagine if, imagine if Bake would have stayed and breathed you. Like, where would I be at right now? Mm. Right? Because that, the only reason I'm in this group is because I seen, seen the progress in, in Bake speaking. And I was like, yo, it's something different about your speaking now. He was like, yeah, I ain't in preview no more. So mm-hmm. I did like the little, I, I played like sneaky games with Coach Will on Instagram, like where he would post, um, are you ready to go to a next level? 
Yes. You ready to take your speaking to another level? Yes. You ready to invest in yourself? Ooh, let me skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I, I did that joint like four times. And then he finally hit me and was like, yo, bro, let's jump on the call. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think about like where 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 would I be if Baker would have stayed in Breview, just, just being another number. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but in, in in this group, he's a name. In Et's group, he would have been a number. Mm. And I and I say Corey, yeah. like with and I, and I'm not just saying this because you on the call, but like your videos. Now I, I haven't posted a video in probably like two or three weeks, but I've been watching your videos. And what your video's been doing to me is it's been feel it's been fueling me up. So I'm I'm getting to the point where like, yo, if Koi dropped two more videos, I'm back in. Because he he's he's fueling me up. He's refueling me to get back into videos. Already. And I and I and I feel the same way when it comes to Will. Oh, go ahead, Martre, you got it. No, go ahead, bro. Keep going. And, and when I watch some of how uh, Willie stuff come in with the effects and stuff, I'm like, all right, I need to up my game. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, but I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like we're all in a place right now where we are somebody. We, it, it's been personal. You know what I'm saying? Um, we can pick up the phone. We can talk to one another. And that's what I love. And, you know, I'm going to be honest, man. Sometime when I see other people in this group moving the way they move, I do go. It's like a killer instinct. I jumped right into competition mode. And I got to realize, man, why are you competing with the fan? You know what I'm saying? Instead of competing, ask questions. Instead of competing, congratulate. Corey, you're not the coldest. You're not the first one to do this, and you're not going to be the last. You know what I'm saying? You found your niche. you in your lane. You stay in that lane. You keep moving. But also, at the same time, allow other people to come in to help guide you and steer you. And I love what, what Shaquan was saying about that investment piece. Dude, when you make an investment, that's going to determine if you're really serious or not. Because some people mm -hmm. be talking about, I want to do this, and you plan. Stop playing. You don't want to do it. You like, you like the end results, but you don't want to go through none of the hell that we've been through. And that's the problem. Too many people show and post end results, but they never show the struggle. They don't show the tears. They don't show, I want to quit. They don't show one to give up. They don't show none of that. Oh, I went from here to here. And, and that's what I don't, I don't mess with a lot of people, man. And I'm like, Corey, you can't compete with people where you don't know the full story. Right. You you compete with people that only post end results. You don't mm -hmm. know what you you don't know how real that is. So I had to wake up, man, and, and a lot of it, bro. I'm just like, all right, Corey, you know what you got to do. Do what you do, and, and do it at your pace. I'm not going to turn a sprint into a marathon. I can't do that. It's just like with with bait. You know, when people be like, man, I want to speak how you speak, and in my head, I'm like, well, you want to suffer from depression. Hmm. But but for most of your life, you you hmm. want to be an alcoholic. If you don't want those things, then you can't speak like him. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to go back to what Corey had said about you know when it comes to competition, you got to find something you know that 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 makes you stand out. And I remember when we did our summer basketball program three years ago. We had almost a hundred kids there one time, and we did it all summer, um, eight weeks. And then the next year. It was about me half of that. Then the next year it was maybe another half of that. So it got down to a quarter. But the thing we had to understand was after we did it three years ago, a lot of other people stepped up and started doing camps, AAU teams, training. So we had to figure out what was making people come to our camp. And it was the fact that we made it fun. 
They knew they could come, have fun. We would play with them. You know, the parents would play, whatever. We was going to encourage them. We was going to laugh with them. When they go to the training sessions, it's all serious. You know, they, their blood, sweat, and tears there. But when they come to our camp, you know you get to have fun with your friends. So we had to go back to just having fun at our camp because that's what draw people to us. So kids will leave training for two hours, leave the high school camp, the college camps, and come right after. And the parents would say they, they had to get here. They said they wouldn't go miss today's camp or whatever because they wanted to come and have fun. And the parents have fun just watching. So you have to find something when it comes to competition or what makes you stand out from everybody else. Like I said, there's room for everybody to eat. Do they still go to their training sessions? Yes. Do they still play AAU basketball? Yes. But at the end of the day, after they're done with that, they come right back to our camp because we offer something that don't nobody else offer, which is you get to have fun. I love it, bro. I love it. And <clears throat> I seen you guys, man, throughout some, you guys murdered that. I'm, I'm like, ooh. I'm like, hey, I promise you, ain't nobody doing it the way the, uh, the Bakes are doing it. But yo, man, like for real, like if you look back at everybody who was successful and where they're at today, right? You look at Steve Harvey, what, what kept him going? It's that consistency. And I feel that what happens is, is that people want the check, but they don't want to do the consistency. You see what I'm saying? Like go, like I promise you, I don't look at E now. I go back to his old stuff. Like the very first like series he put out and I'm like, what did he do? How did he maneuver? Everybody focus on the new stuff. I'm trying to figure out what took him to the next level. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, it's that consistency. And I promise you, it's just one opportunity, one opportunity, one opportunity that's going to change your life forever. But if you're not consistent, people can't find you, right? Now, consistency don't mean drain yourself out. But it means like when Willie was doing it, yo, every, every morning, for, um, every morning, 4.30, I'm going to do it for the next month. And guess what? Because he was consistent, I'm pretty sure people were hitting the DM and like, yo, where's the video at? And that's because when you're so consistent, people feel like, you know, you've got to disattach yourself from when really, you know what I'm saying? You're not disattaching yourself from them, but you're just so focused and laser lock focused on doing something else that's going to help you take to another level. So for anybody who's listening to this right now, Sometimes your issue is not money. Your main issue is consistency. And when you become more consistent in what you do, and I'm not just talking about consistent on the gram and Facebook. I'm talking about be consistent in your family first before you try to be consistent in anything else. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember there was a while back, I seen uh, Barisha post a uh, picture of my trade doing the dishes. I'm like, ooh, he's consistent. <laughs> You feel me? Like, I seen Corey do a, a video with his wife, and I'm like, ooh, he's consistent, right? So the thing is, is that it's not, it's not about how consistent you can be in front of everybody. It's about how consistent can you be when nobody's watching you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people, like, if you want to know if I'm a good coach, I'm a good leader, ask my wife and my kids. Put them in a room by yourself and ask them, like, yo, how consistent are William? What does he do? I promise you, man, I, I'm trying to master folding clothes. I'm trying to master the dishes. I'm trying to master taking out the trash. I'm trying to master cleaning my wife's car more consistently. That's what I'm trying to do because I know that if my private life is on point, whoo, my public life is going gonna, is gonna to be dominant. You feel me? So for those of you that's listening to this, man, take these gems, man, that the squad saying, Corey, I see you. I see you about to pull the trigger. <laughs> Let's go. 
<laughs> no, nah, you could you you right in that lane. That's what that's what I be on. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people rely so much on motivation because they think motivation substitute persistence mm. and consistency. And motivation is just a kickstart to get you going, but it's not going to get you to where you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Because motivation only lasts for so long, but your persistence and your consistency is going to take you to the top. And I can't tell you, man, how many videos I've listened to where I was motivated, I was gassed up in the moment. But once that was over with, give me about two days, I'm all gassed up, then I die out again. It's like, no, you don't need to be motivated all the time. You need some persistence. You need to keep going. You need to be consistent in what you're doing and keep pushing regardless of the barrier. Because I'm going to tell you right now, sitting here, I'm motivated. I'm gassed up. Listen to this, to this podcast, doing this podcast. I'm gassed up. Like, all right, cool. But once I leave here, I still got to go face my reality. And my reality is I ain't happy with where I'm at because my family still, my wife still got to work. I, I ain't called my mom and said, you retired. You ain't got to work no more. So I ain't satisfied. So that's my reality. And so I got to take the motivation that I got from y'all on this, on this podcast and mix that with persistence and consistency. And then I'm going to say I've done something. Other than that, I don't just need to be motivated because motivation wears off. That's my thoughts. That's fact. It's like, it's like smoking a blunt. <laughs> you high like a mud jumper for three, for three hours, bro. Once that high is gone, you like, what the hell? Yeah. I was going to say, uh, when I used to open up for, uh, I used to say, I know people say uh, motivation don't work, but neither does a bath because you got to take one every day. <laughs> well, you're supposed to. I know some people that don't. You're supposed to take a bath every day. Hey, man, you, you be throwing shade like a mud <laughs> on my hands, bro. Yo, That's he do. Know. He do. He, was, he already told me. He said, "Don't, don't, don't be recycling stuff you said in the video." <laughs> Yo, but here's the thing, bro. I trade this a while back. I said, "Bro, I'm about to go hunting, right?" And, and I said to him, "Yo, I'm about to get certified in the disc assessment. That's what I'm about to do. Because I know if I do that and I put my squad into that disc assessment, oh." So now you got Trey going into the schools, doing the disassessment with the athletes. You got Corey in there going in with the professionals. You got Willie in there breaking down his own assessment for, um, you know, uh, the kindergartners and the fifth graders and going out here and killing the game in that lane. You got Quan doing the assessments and coaching before they actually, um, you know, decide to do graphic design stuff, like trying to figure out their people's unique style. Even for Corey, that would be a beast because you and your wife get certified in disassessment. You guys can do counseling on a whole nother level. You see what I'm saying? So I'm going to go hunt. And I'm going to come bring back some food so we can all eat. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm, that's what I love about the squad is that, yo, like I'm not holding nothing back because each and every single one of y'all showed me that you invested. So I know if you invested, I got to invest more in you because I want to see y'all. I want to Corey to post in the squad. Yo, just retired my mom. I want Willie to say, yo, <laughs> I started my own drumming company <laughs> and I'm still speaking around the world. I want Quan to be like, yo, I just bought a whole dang whole block of real estate. I want Trey to be like, yeah, me and Barisha, we going to Jamaica, then Dubai. I got a couple speaking engagements. Like, y'all got to see it before you actually physically get there, man. You feel me, bro? Like, this is what, like, this is what it's about. And most people I know don't want, they hunt for themselves and they don't hunt for the squad. And when you hunt for yourself, you selfish. You selfish Ooh. and you full. And you full. And you full off pride. You full off ego. You full of jealousy because you like, I gotta eat all of this because if I don't give if I give it away, I'm not gonna be able to eat. 
like my boy Trey said, everybody eats. Everybody eats. You ain't the only one who speaks. You ain't the only one who coach. You ain't the only one that has all these crazy how-to videos and YouTube. You're not the only one. But I promise you, when you get with somebody like when you get with somebody like Corey, Shaquan, Willie, Matre, like Willie said, we were all published authors. We're all married. We all got kids, y'all. Like, this is what I love about, like, we all got rings on. <laughs> you feel me? Like, the best ring is the wedding ring, bro. I want to be like Mike. <laughs> hey, Willie, no, hell no. Oh, wait, you got to tat it, right? He <laughs> said, oh. Willie, wait, hell no. <laughs> it was the logo, bro. I was about to say, he got his logo tattooed right on his, on his wedding oh. finger. <laughs> Y'all are stupid, man. Y'all hey, tap stupid. the mic. I can hear you. Tap the mic. I can hear you. <laughs> you can hear me. You can hear me. Test him one, two, three. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, that's dope, bro. That's dope. I'm glad you said that. Because, hey, you know, I was actually talking about tapping into, uh, before you even said it, I was thinking of talking to my wife. Uh, a while back, and I, what I want to do is I want to tap into personality tests, um, assessments. And so I was thinking about doing something like that when I go into the schools too, so I can see who I'm working with, what their personality type is like. I found out who I am. I found out I'm a defender. I get very defensive when somebody come at me. And, and I also found out that uh, people that's a defender, they're very giving, but they also are taken advantage of often. Mm. And that's why they go into defense. And that, that's all that's happened to me. That's why I'm always on defense mode. So I'm like, if I understand who I'm talking to in my audience, I know how to address them and we can connect better. That's another avenue right there. I'm glad you said that. That's like confirmation for me too. Bro, that's what it's about, bro. Like, like, like we say, man, leaders want to create more leaders and those leaders to go out there and do a better job than them and get to a higher level. And that's the goal. Like I want all y'all to eat because y'all deserve it. Like Willie said on the call, I don't deserve it. You do deserve it, bro. Because of all the love and the positivity that you give up, bro. Like, you, you, do you understand that you can probably do a whole course just on encouragement? Yeah, <laughs> facts. Bro, every fact that you're so dominant in what you do, Willie, you have people, yo, that's unheard of. You got people pulling up to your crib with a drum set, bro, pulling it out. <laughs> here you go. You ain't got to pay a dime. Do you know how much a drum set costs, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Them things ain't cheap. Just the, just the dang simple thing that the, just that joint probably costs like fifteen hundred. Never mm-hmm. mind everything else. That's a whole. My, my man said. My man in the video said, "I know God is gonna do great things in your life. I just wanted to do my small part." Mm. That's what killed me right there, man. I, I just broke down because I was just like, like all I did, and and the funny thing, so this and this is how this all came full circle. That was the same guy that came to me every Sunday and said, "I don't know why, but you need your own drum set." Mm. Mm. Look at God. He said it every Sunday after I got done playing the drums. He was like, "Man, you got your drum set yet?" I'm like, "Nope." But that son, he just kept saying, "He was like, man, I just need your own drum set." And then when I told him what happened, he was just like, "Like, like I said, he congratulated me on a level to where it was like he got it, mm-hmm. and it's contagious." Like he, when I told him, he was like. Man, see, I did, this is why I told you to need your own drum set. Like, I, I told you. And then for them to coordinate to where they pop up to my house, I'm just like. Yeah, and that just goes all back to what Corey was saying, though. You know, don't compete, congratulate. And when you congratulate, guess what? Your blessing coming, too. Mm-hmm. There's going to be times where Corey's going to be like, 
and I'm going to be here. I'm going to be stuck for a moment. Shaquan going to go, and me and Corey going to be stuck. Willie going to, right? And we going to be stuck, right? But guess what? God is saying, because you guys are equally yoked, I'm, I'm orchestrating this. Let me orchestrate it. So it's going to be a turn to, for Willie to hear Willie, Shaquan, Corey, my trait. There's going to be a level to it. And God knows the perfect sequency. He knows the right vibration that needs to happen for the tune, for the sound to be nice. He knows that. So it's just about, yo, wait your turn. Your turn is coming, right? And just and here's the thing. Why you wait, make sure you work. Mm-hmm. Oh, say that again. Say that again. Make sure you work. Because sometimes you, you watching, you glaring so much, you're like, man, Corey too far. And God, like, it looked like he far because you watching him too much. Oh, mm. oh. understand that I'm about to catapult you. So don't, don't, don't wow. at his lane as his lane because I'm getting ready to pull you back and launch you even further than that. And then guess what? Because God's such a good God, Corey may get into that mode. And then God, but Corey, don't worry about that. You had your moment. Now let me pull you back. <laughs> may take maybe a couple months, but guess what? Boom, there's a Nike. There's a Nike deal. <laughs> mm. All right? That Nike deal going to change your whole family. I believe you're going to get a Nike deal, bro. Amen. Leave you are, bro. I speak what that. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait for my trade to be like, yo, coach, I got a, I got an engagement with the Yukon Huskies. And I got an engagement with the San Francisco 49ers. You know what I'm saying? Like, we out here, man. Like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. That's yeah. what I'm saying, Willie. Like, where that come from? Just uh, in, yeah. in the name of Jesus, NFL. We just say NFL and keep it. Yeah, let's let's go with that. My man said, "Spare the specific team." We're not doing that. <laughs> everything, everything you said was beautiful up until that. Yeah, point. it was. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for the moment you had to come out of the spirit, you be like, "Oh, wait, wait, wait." wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, he wanted the spirit on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he, he missed yeah, the spirit. I, I got moles. <laughs> Uh, they, they, they ain't Neil with Kaepernick in San Francisco. Hey, I feel you. That's a fact. Before we get into the to the legacy um, legacy gym, but one of my goals is that I'm working on currently is I'm learning how to use um, Adobe Illustrator. So, you know, I'm, I'm working on that. That's one of my goals. Um, I'm I'm still I'm still using Photoshop, but I I want to eventually learn how to use all the Adobe products. That's that's one of my goals that I've been working on. Mm. You got that, bro. And you know, if anything that I can do to help you, let me know. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what that's what I'm here for, man. I want to see you grow, cause you know I I told Willie today, just make sure you don't forget about me when you blow up. That's all. No, no, sir. Uh, it's 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 funny you say that, man. Because like you say, everything you need is in the house. I have a person that is about to get their masters in doing exactly what you're talking about. See? So I can just and me and him like just like how this group is. We family. All I got to do is say, my boy need help. Can you show him the ropes? It's a done deal. Let's get it. Let's get and it. if you also too, man, I can introduce you to a. Uh, you know, uh, the guy I work with, my graphic designer too, he does all that. And this guy's done stuff for, he's done stuff for Chris Brown, Diddy, Paris Hill. He, he designed the Grammys too. And so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm open to connect you to him because he's all about taking small businesses and, and entrepreneurs and blowing them up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'll most definitely. Yeah, and like I was saying though, I got another homeboy <laughs> who, uh, 
He like he on top of the top. He in competition. Like he did stuff with Jay Z, Ti. You know what I'm saying? Like like he up there, up there. Hey, <laughs> listen, man. Let me tell y'all. I'll connect you. But this is this is my goal. Y'all see this? Uh oh. Starting off small. This is my that, small Bentley. You know I'm about to say it's a Bentley. Yeah, you know what it is. I just, wanna, I, just wanna, I drive it. I got a license. But no, well, well, see, you 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 did what Will did. You were cool. <laughs> you were cool up until that point when you said you were driving. I you drive. So that must that must mean I'm gonna have enough money to pay you to show for me, right? For sure. For sure. Oh, when well, you can drive this for boy, sure. man, I sit back yeah, like Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no, man, I, I just want to say, man, I love I love y'all fellas, man, and, and y'all push me to be better. Just watching y'all from a distance. Me too, bro. I know I don't interact a lot with a lot of people, but I see y'all, man. And I see that y'all in your own individual lane, and it does. It does something to me to make me want to grind harder when I see y'all pushing and just operating the way you operate. Um, and it also just goes to show me, like, Corey, never get complacent and never think you've arrived because there's always more you can do. Mm. And, and, and I can only feel that way because of y'all continue to be persistent and consistent in what you do. And I just want to salute y'all and say, man, I appreciate it. And to all the yeah. listeners, man, just know, like, you got some real right here on this podcast. This is some of the realest dudes you ever gonna like ever hear from and, and probably connect with. So just stay connected, man. I, I promise you it's gonna rub off on you. And that's that's what I was gonna say, you know, for anybody that's listening to this and if not connected to uh Legacy 2.0, then you know, get connected. Because you see right now, just, like this podcast just showed just now everything you need in the house. You know what I'm saying? Coach say all the time, everybody needs a coach in what you do. Michael Jordan had a coach. Will Bryant had a coach. In fact, they had the same coach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you're not connected, get connected. Um, I'm a, for the legacy gym, I'm just I'm a Chris Paul that thing. I'm gonna throw it up there. Whoever dunk it in, dunk it in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it don't matter. I mean, yeah, go ahead, man. I'm good. Somebody, I need somebody to beat DeAndre I thought, Jordan. <laughs> I thought Amar Trey was going to get it. <laughs> Shaquan, you ain't did one yet. Go and finish it off. I just, That's I true. can't throw the alley to myself. <laughs> yeah, you can. Off the backboard. Back oh, there, okay. there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So the legacy gym is, you know, uh, we got a picture of doing the dishes. We get a picture of the wives taking out the trash. Nah, just play. <laughs> you know that ain't happening, bro. Hell no. I say hell no. Nah, but uh, Legacy Gym, man. Um, healthy competition is good competition. As long as it's healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, on this podcast, when we see one another doing something, we don't say... I got to top that. It's like, all right, now I I ain't been doing nothing for two days. Now I got to do something. Mm. Also, congratulate. Never hate. Congratulate. Mm. Man, oh, man. Damn. All right. Well, it's the squad. Just letting y'all know, don't live just to exist. Live to be remembered. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace out.